Hi everyone, my name is Jody, and I am your host of the Exploring the Midwest podcast. Um, before we jump into today's podcast, I just want to know what topics would you like to hear about? Are there any subjects in the Midwest that you would like me to explore a little bit more? Please send me your ideas. You can email directly to Jody, J-O-D-Y, at familyrambling.com. That is Jody at familyrambling.com. And when you're done listening, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. Your reviews help other people find the podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, take a minute, take a screenshot, and tag me on Instagram at Jody Halstead, and leave just a few kind words. I really appreciate it. Now, let's start exploring the Midwest. Today we are talking all things South Dakota and my guest is Sierra Rounds, the global media and public relations representative for the South Dakota Par Department of Tourism. Sierra, thank you for joining me. I see you have uh, probably as much snow as we do today. You know, we don't have a whole lot of snow, especially for January, but yeah, we got a little bit. It's winter wonderland out here. And today, moderating, we have freelance writer and photographer, Mike Y. Mike has been writing about travel across the world, but primarily the upper Midwest since 1990. His articles and photographs have appeared in numerous magazines, newspapers, and state tourism productions. He's lived for a couple of years in Grand Forks and then near Sioux Falls for nine years and continues to travel across the states. Mike recently released um, the Dakotas Off the Beaten Path this last October. It's a great book. And uh, so Mike will be welcoming you into the chat today. And his first tip is to drive Highway 44 from east to west. It is more scenic than the interstate. So everybody say hi to Mike when you check in. And Sierra, I would love to get started talking about South Dakota. Yes. It, is, it is such a brilliant mix of plains and canyon and mountains. And it's really not defined so much by one thing, but there is something that people tend to really focus on when they think about traveling to South Dakota. Sure, of course. And I think you're probably talking about Mount Rushmore. Very much. <laughs> and I think that is such a, you know, Mount Rushmore is such a defining um, piece of South Dakota, but a lot of people think that's the only thing to do here. And it's not. That is so true. South Dakota, it's a big state. I mean, to do you know how long it takes to cross it if you are on the interstate on I-90? So if you're on I-90 and you're going from Sioux Falls to Rapid City, it takes about six hours, um, but you do pass a time zone, so you gain an hour as you're heading east. Which is a bonus, and unless you're not prepared for it, and then you're you're wondering why things aren't why things aren't open when you think right. they should be. Right. Um, but it is, it's a beautiful state to cross because you have so many different features. Um, you know, you have the beautiful plains, brilliant sunflower fields. Um, it, I mean, you have farms and then you have just the badlands opens up like nothing you expect. Right. And then you go um, into the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think of um South Dakota is just being rolling plains, which there are a lot of rolling plains, um, especially in the eastern side of the state. But once you start crossing um, the Missouri River, you get into the Badlands, which is 
totally, totally like nothing you'll find anywhere else. Um, and as you keep heading out towards the Black Hills, you, know, you can see there you're you're in the mountains. And it's, I know that the first time we took our girls to the Badlands, they were asking us, what is it like? And we were at a loss to describe it. I mean, you just, it's like you're driving and then all of a sudden, everything gives way. Right. And even pieces of the Badlands are so different um, from each other. And so some parts of it kind of just look like you're in Mars and other parts have, we call them the yellow mounds. And so they're this beautiful, big yellow um, rock features. And so even while you're there, you'll be quite amazed at the difference in the landscapes. So what other things can people maybe search out when they're in South Dakota? Obviously, you know, we, we know about the Black Hills. We know maybe a little bit about the Badlands, but what might people not expect during a, a South Dakota vacation? Sure. So we like to talk about our 56 different um, estate and rec areas along with six national park service sites and those spread across all of South Dakota. And so they're not just out in the Black Hills or just in the Badlands. Um, some people that um, comes as quite a surprise as Palisades State Park. Um, and it has, and it's over by Sioux Falls, and it has just these big um, limestone rock cliffs. And they're going through a big park expansion right now that we are really looking forward to in a few years, which will be great to get people out to do more outside recreation and rock climbing and kayaking. And so really, um, you know, the state parks are such a great part to have all across the state. Thinking about heading out for family activities. South Dakota really has some amazing activities for families uh, indoors and outdoors and just, gosh, there's so much to do. Yes, there is. And so, you know, whether you're planning a trip to the east side of the state or the west side of the state, if you're in Sioux Falls, um, some great family activities are, like we said, that Palisade State Park for camping and outdoor recreation. Um, it's also home to the Washington Pavilion, which is just a wonderful museum for children. Um, uh, Sioux Falls also has a couple other really great state parks that are good for biking and hiking outdoors. Once you get to the middle of the state, we have the Missouri River, um, which is really fun for families to do some water adventure on and boating and kayaking and skiing. And then as you start heading out towards the Black Hills, there's all sorts of fun roadside attractions like Wall Drug, which kids just absolutely love. Love Wall Drug. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't not talk about family loving wall drug. Um, and then once you're out in the Black Hills, aside from, you know, the big things like Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse, Custer State Park is just absolutely amazing for children. And to see the buffalo and the burrows and all that wildlife and, you know, up close and living out there, it's, it's really great. And when you're thinking of family, I don't think there's probably anything that maybe resonates, especially with us Midwesterners, maybe of a certain age. But when you think family, Midwest, you might think a little bit back to the pioneers. And Lori Ingalls Wilder really is front and center. And Southeast South Dakota, I mean, that's where her so many of her books were based. And just stepping into that history is phenomenal. 
It is. You know, I don't know if the kids are still reading the books in school today like I did when I was younger, but how cool is that to then get to see that in real life? And being from the Midwest is such an easy way to bring some history to life and to get those kids out there to experience, you know, something that maybe they just thought was in a book. Well, and I took my girls when they were younger, and it's been seven years, and it still ranks as one of our favorite trips. It was just a, a mother-daughter trip that we, mother-daughter's trip that we did, and we spent the night in one of the uh, the covered wagons there. Oh, sure. We were in the barn the next morning. We were brushing horses, hitching horses, playing with little kittens in the barn, um, you know, they got hands-on washing laundry on, you know, the the washboards and things like that. It's just, it's just so incredible. And then, you know, they we bought their little far, you know, their prairie girl dresses, and we picked up those books. And it was just as we read them when we got home, they were able to really understand yeah. what the books meant, and that. Yeah. It was an education beyond um, just reading it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I will mention too, though, that Laura Ingalls Wilder Homestead is doing their 50th anniversary of their pageant this year. And so every summer um, they pick one of the stories and they do a reenactment of it. Um, and so, and then they do, um, this goes on through the summer months and have a little pageant. And so that is in its 50th year this year. So that's awesome. That is just absolutely amazing. Um, but for, you know, maybe you're you're not wanting to go with the kids. Maybe you want more of an adult active getaway. Sure. Uh, we personally, we really like hiking and biking. And when mm -hmm. you get out to the Black Hills, um, just the the rock scrambles through the needles in Custer State Park are amazing hikes and views. And then you have the Mickelson Trail. Yes. Um, so phenomenal. It is. So we also have the Black Elk Peak in South Dakota, which is um, just over 7,200 feet tall. And that's a very popular hike. It's the highest point um, east of the Rocky Mountains. And that's a beautiful hike. And it has a fire lookout tower at the top. Um, Mickelson Trail, like you mentioned, is great not only for hiking, but as you can see here, they are um, fat tire biking on it um, and snowshoeing. And that is 109 mile long. Um, and it follows the, the railroad that was once there. And so both of those are great adventures, make good adventures for the adults and for the kids and for families and however you want to go about that. And as we mentioned, South Dakota has a lot of our pioneer and Western history. There is so much to, to experience history-wise as you cross the state. It's, it's like oh, these yeah. stages of, of history as you cross it. So what if, if people are after history, where would you send them? That's a really good point, too. And there's so many different pieces of history. Um, it depends on what what really angle you're looking at. But like we mentioned, Laura Ingalls Wilder and bringing that some of that history to life. Um, if you want to follow the Missouri River and take the route that Lewis and Clark um, discovered when they were here in 1804 and 1806. Um, otherwise, once you get out to the hills and you get out to Deadwood, that's a whole different <laughs> Wild West history in itself. Um, and some of those um, pieces of history are still alive out there. You can go, you can go gold mining um, and see where the chair that Wild Bill Hickok was shot in, and all kinds of, of fun adventures. Um, but then we also have some. 
the more the like geological um, history. So the badlands and that landscape and yeah. Well, and then one of our favorite spots is the Mammoth Dig. Oh, sure. Yes, of <laughs> course. Yeah. And, How could and I leave that one out down in Hot Springs? And that's an ongoing paleo paleontolog paleontological. That's too big of a word for me. Um, but it's an ongoing dig. They think they'll be digging yep. there at least another 60 years. It's so incredible. It is an active dig site. Um, and so that I think is really awesome for children and for adults. I mean, how many how many of us are are grown adults and never seen a fossil or or anything like that in real life. And so that's a really fun one to uh, experience as well. And you can see them digging and I think you can get a little bit more of a hands-on tour and do some digging yourself there. And well, and they do let people um, volunteer as, yep. so, so if it's something you're really interested in, um, you know, you can come and be there for a week or a month and, you know, there's this whole, obviously, a fee involved with it and everything like that. But if you've always dreamed about digging for fossils, right, you can, you can do true. that. Sure. Yeah. We've Absolutely. met people that that's their vacation. They go and they dig for fossils. Right. Well, and you forget how type. huge that they are. I mean, it's, this isn't an animal that's walking the earth anymore. And so I think once you start digging, you're like, oh, my gosh, these are huge. Right. Now let's talk about your national park sites because you have six, right? Yes, yes. Um, and so I think sometimes when people think national park sites, they're thinking of just the parks, um, but we do have, so there's sites. So we also have the Minutemen Missile site um, and that is just north of the Badlands a ways. And that is where, um, uh, you know, they had the missiles back. And so you can um, see you can take a tour to see some of those deactivated missiles down in their silos, which is really awesome. Otherwise, we have Wind Cave National Park, which is um, one of the largest caves in South Dakota. And so you can take a tour of the cave most times. Um, they are down for uh, some renovations right now, but it's a really, caves are a really fun thing to uh, take the family to as well. And then of course, Badlands National Park, which I think is probably the one that comes to mind for most people. And the hiking there, if you like being outdoors, some amazing hikes. Notch Trail oh gosh, is probably yeah. my favorite because it has this wooden ladder that it starts off really gentle and then then you're like this at the top. Yeah. And it's a steep one. And and sunrise out there in the Badlands is just absolutely beautiful. If you think the the um formations are brilliant reds and yellows during the day. Oh, you should see the sunrise and that light shining on them. It gives it a whole new vibe too. And you can camp out in Badlands National Park. They have um, one campground that has electricity and then they have uh, another one that is very primitive, but you can also backcountry camp at the Badlands National Park too, which I think is really um, an experience that you don't really expect maybe in that kind of area. Yeah. So in, so within the Badlands, there are cabins as well that you can rent. And so if you're looking for a camping excursion in Badlands, you can go anywhere from the glamping and the nice cabins to the roughing it out in the, out in the middle with bringing your own tent and light and everything else. Now, one thing we didn't touch on when we were talking about the history of South Dakota is the Native American history. And that is really alive and well 
um, in the state. Can you tell us a little bit about what people could expect if that's what they're searching for? Sure. So Native American history is a big piece of South Dakota. Um, I think a lot of people, if you're coming here to experience some of that, um, Crazy Horse is a must. Um, obviously, they are carving the monument of Crazy Horse, but they have a wonderful museum on site. And they also have a college right now that they're dedicating to Native American studies. Um, and they just have a lot of history and ongoing movements that they're doing for the Native American people in South Dakota. And you can, if you time it right, you can uh, experience a powwow. You can really get immersed yes. in that beautiful, colorful, vibrant history. Yes. Throughout the summer, there are a number of powwows that take place across the state um, within the re different reservations. Um, so on Pine Ridge or Cheyenne Ridge, um, but then also at Crazy Horse as well. They do a number of powwows throughout the year. Now, we've talked a lot about kind of getting away from things, distancing ourselves. But South Dakota has a few really nice cities. We do, yes. Um, so our two largest cities are Sioux Falls on the east side and then Rapid City way on the west side. So there's quite a bit of distance in between them. Um, but both of them are really vibrant and growing cities. Their downtown scene has really exploded in the last couple of years. Um, as you can see, this one is Falls Park in Sioux Falls, which is just um, off of downtown a little ways. And both of these towns are just really, it's fun to see um, some of the, the larger chains and the um, people that are really moving in and and taken over. So South Dakota has so much to offer the visitor um, from city experiences. And both of those cities have really beautiful art scenes as well. So if you yes. like art yes. uh, and public sculpture, you're mm -hmm. gonna find plenty of that there. But you've got, so you've got pretty much everything. You've got the cities, you've got the great outdoors, you've got the history, you've got the nature, you've got the animals, just really, anything anybody could want from a vacation. Absolutely. So if, <laughs> if people are thinking about a South Dakota vacation for 2021, what three things might you have them consider putting at the top of their list? Sure. So I think the first thing would be to check out the Laura Ingalls Wilder um, homestead and dismiss. As I mentioned, they're having their 50th anniversary this year. And um, maybe that's something that you kind of look over because it's not as prominent as Mount Rushmore or, or Crazy Horse, um, but there's a lot of good family history and hands-on activities to do there. Um, another one would be, of course, to if you haven't visited Mount Rushmore, you have to do the largest um, tourist attraction in South Dakota. Um, another one would be to see the art scenes. Um, so Sioux Falls recently installed, it's called the Arch of Dreams. Um, and downtown in Sioux Falls, they have a sculpture walk. And so um, those are ever changing and they have different sculptures on every corner downtown um, by local artists. And, and they'll do a, um, a contest every year of the best ones and they'll stay within the city and then new ones will rotate in. And so those are really great ways to get out and explore downtown Sioux Falls while also getting a little bit of um, arts and culture in there too. I think that's one of my favorite things about Sioux Falls is how they install new art every year and the city votes on which one yes. to keep. Yep. And, and it gets added in. I think that that's just absolutely brilliant. Um, but Rapid City has an anniversary coming up, uh, 10th anniversary for Main Street Square. What is Main Street Square? 
Yes. So in downtown Rapid, they have converted one of the corners on their blocks to a outdoor park and campus area. Um, and so during the summer, it's a large grass field that they do different concerts and art festivals and community gatherings on. Um, and then during the winter, it is converted into a large ice skating rink, which is just absolutely beautiful. Um, and it's a good place for people to congregate and, and meet each other while still having that space to distance and be outside. And it's a really fun and great area. And it's been a great addition to downtown Rapid City. And as you mentioned, they are having their 10th year anniversary of that this year. So fun. Yes. Uh just popping over into our chat, we have a couple people here. Mike also wanted to uh, to let everybody know that Sioux Falls is one of those rare cities with waterfalls in the downtown area. And those are beautiful. They're lit at night, they're decorated at Christmas, and even just during the day, there's the park and everything around them. It's just so nice to visit. It's so, they're so beautiful. I think it's kind of a surprise as you're in one of the South Dakota's largest cities and you're downtown and there's just large buildings and concrete streets. And then within five minutes of there are these beautiful waterfalls. And Fran says that she's never been to South Dakota. She would love to go. Now, Fran is, um, Fran lives in Boston. So if people are flying into South Dakota, where do they need to fly into? How many airports are we looking at? And, you know, what, uh, What's the best way to travel around? So we do have a few smaller regional airports, but then our two largest airports are in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, and they're very accessible to get in and out of. Um, but South Dakota is a driving state too. So once you get into Sioux Falls, you're gonna wanna rent a car or into Rapid, rent a car. Um, and whether you wanna stay within that region or travel across the state um, to see, you know, get out and explore a little bit, but two largest airports are in Sioux Falls and Rapid City. Uh, Country Pilgrim has says he loves South Dakota. Um, he only lives an hour away from Sioux Falls and he highly recommends Falls yes. Park. And uh, Mike also said that Rapid City has statues of the presidents throughout downtown and an art alley, which anyone can write graffiti as long as it's clean. And I think those are two really great points of other things to do in Rapid City because it's so close to Mount Rushmore, it gets mm -hmm. overlooked. It can be sometimes. I kind of like to call Rapid City as the hub to the Black Hills. And so it's a great city to fly into and spend a few days. Um, like I mentioned, their downtown is just really booming and vibrant. And so they have added um, a, a sculpture of presidents. And so every corner downtown has one of the presidents. And these are, each sculpture is unique. They're not, um, they're not mass produced sculptures. Each one was made specifically for its spot in downtown. And so you'll find some cool little pieces about them or something that is special to each president um, with a little bit of history on them. So it's really cool to see, but also a really good learning experience too. And good photo ops. And good photo ops. Great photo ops. Yes. And then of course, Art Alley is, you can go there three times a year and it'll always be different. Um, as I said, artists are allowed to come in and, and add their own touch as long as it's clean. So fun. So yes. Sierra, what is the best way for people to maybe order their South Dakota travel guide or get more information? Sure. So of course, check out our website, um, travelsouthdakota.com. We would love to send out vacation guides. Um, if you would like to get a hold of um, one, someone on our team, uh, feel free to uh, reach out to me. Um, we also have an SD 
media.com, which you can get some more information off of. Um, and then I'm not sure if Jody, if we're able to link um, an email address in the comments or, or anyway. We'll have an email address on the, um, the main page on the website. Perfect. So I can certainly put that in there as well. Awesome. That works out great. Perfect. Well, Sierra, thank you so much for taking the time today to tell us more about South Dakota, help us discover a little bit beyond um, beyond the Badlands and the Black Hills and Mount Rushmore, because there's so, so much to experience in South Dakota. There really is. Yes. Yes. If anyone has any questions, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to answer them and help you book a vacation to come see us. Great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Jody. It was fun to talk with you.